Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA. We're the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our senior pastor, and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. of our church, St. Luke 137, but we're going to begin at St. Luke 128. God's glory is God's magnificent influence being manifested in your life. Sometimes people forget who God is. Sometimes people don't recognize the magnificent power of God. The power of God is greater than than the most ferocious earthquake or tornado. The power of God is a power that cannot be harnessed. And the power of God is not limited, is not limited by our thoughts, nor is the power of God limited by an atmosphere. Do you know that God can do anything he wants to do whenever he wants to do it, whenever he wants to do it, however he wants to do it, and with whom he wants to do it with. So as we go to our scriptures today, St. Luke 1:28 says in the amplified version of the text, and coming to her, the angel said, 
Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Then as you move down to verse 37, it says, For with God, nothing is or nothing ever shall be impossible. And I love the way that the amplified version of the text says it. It says, for with God nothing is or ever shall be impossible. Which means that the glory of God will exist yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forevermore. What the text is suggesting as, Luke's de as Luke delivers it to us, he's saying as long as you stay connected with God, miracles can happen. Multiple miracles. Multiple. I didn't say just one miracle. Multiple miracles. Is there anybody believe that God can give you a multiple miracle? Is there anybody in this house and on live stream believe that God can throw his weight around in your life more than one time in life? Is there anybody in this house you're ready for God to throw his weight around in your life. When we look at this passage of scripture and the 37th verse, it says, for with God, with God, we are living in a day and an age where popular human socialistic thinking suggests to us in order for things to happen, in our lives at the level that we desire, we've got to connect with things other than God. There's a thought in this super age of intelligence and processing thought that we need to drop God and connect with the latest trends, the latest thoughts, the latest crowd, the latest influences, T, it's saying to us that you can become anything in life, but you don't have to get with God. Education is a great help. Influence is a great help. A good name is a great help. Accomplishment is a great help. But until we get with God and stay with God. And watch this. Even if you don't have all of those attributes of life, as long as you stay with God, God can make anything possible. That's why Paul said, I'll let nothing separate me from the love of God because I've had to fight too hard to get with 
God. Is there anybody this morning you've had as the biggest struggle in your life was to get with God? You thought that would be the biggest struggle is to get with God, but then you found out after walking with God, the biggest struggle was to stay connected with God. So whether you're just getting with God or getting connected with God or trying to walk with God, you keep your life with God and the miracles of life will be a thing that you will experience. God is saying to us in this day, don't drop me. God is saying in this day, don't lessen your commitment to me. We've got to understand something, my brothers and sisters. We must not confuse hard work and success with relationship and dedication to God. Because it is no secret that hard work and consistency will lead to tremendous success. Most of us in here would not be where we were and where we are if we did not work hard. You've got to work hard. There's no, there's no need of asking God, bless me with a job, God. Bless me with a job, God. Bless me with a job, God. And then you turn on the PlayStation and make yourself a bowl of cornflakes and expect God to bless you with a job. God is not in a bowl of cornflakes, nor, nor is he in a PlayStation. You've got to fill out some applications, right? You've got to search the internet. You've got to get out and make things happen. And if you work hard, success will happen. And so what individuals have done in this postmodern liberal age, they've attached themselves to working hard. And because of that hard work, they've been blessed with success. And that attitude is spilling, oh no, it has taken a dominant place in the church. And I want y'all to know there's nothing wrong with hard work because hard work will lead to success. But success is the result of hard work. We're at a point in life where we just don't need to be successful. But we need to have the favor of God in full operation in our life. There's a difference between success and favor. You can have success if you march to the beat of the drum for accomplishment. You can have success if you plug into all of the entities and all of the disciplines that require you to, at the end of the world, be recognized as a successful person. But what is favor? thought you'd never ask. Favor is when God shows up in your life and he throws his weight around. Favor is a level of achievement where it don't make sense. You don't know how you've done what you've done. Can't understand why it's happened. But all you know, something has happened. And now I know he's touched me and didn't heal me. But God made me whole. There's a difference between being healed and made whole. 
to be healed, whether that's to be healed financially or to be healed from a relationship perspective or to be healed in your mind or to be healed for life. To be healed means that I'm now privileged to go into some areas I've never been before because I looked the part. But to be made whole means I looked the part and I can handle what lies beyond where God is getting ready to take me where I've never been before. I can handle the depression that's going to come when I'm walking in God's favor because people don't like me. Y'all, as long as you stay normal, as long as you stay ordinary, as long as you don't welcome God's presence into your life, you'll always have friends. You'll always have people around you. But when God takes you where no man can take you, when God does for you what no man can do for you, you're going to find your friends falling by the wayside. You're going to find yourself lonely and by yourself, but let me be lonely if that means what I've got to sacrifice in order to be with God. Let them talk about me. That's okay. I'm going to stay with God. I may not be the most favored person in the world with man, but I am favored with God. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. God is ready, my brothers and sisters, to throw his weight around and to change the rules on our behalf. God is making it plain in this season that I'm ready to do things that don't make sense. Did you hear what I said? There comes a time in the evolution of man and man's experience on this earth where God says, I am ready to do things that make no human sense. When you look at that period between the Old Testament and the New Testament, it's called the Maccabean period. And for 400 years from the book of Malachi to the book of Matthew, men were saying they were ordained of God and they were giving prophetic utterances about the power of God and the power of this and the power of that. But they were just like that old rock and roll song. They were talking loud and saying nothing. Y'all, I believe God allowed this pandemic to shake this world up because a lot of people and a lot of systems of our world were talking loud and saying nothing. They had dropped God and connected to the things of this world that produces success and they equated hard work and dedication and the success thereof to God Almighty but it wasn't because of God but it was because they were working hard and God says I want you to work hard now on your relationship with me relationship and dedication to God takes you into the supernatural realm I just don't want to be successful you shouldn't just want to be successful but we should want to live in the supernatural is there anybody this morning you want to dwell in the supernatural where God changes the rules of life on your behalf where God does things in your life where God makes your enemies promote you and God makes sure that man recognizes you. And you don't have to do the extra things like you have to do them in a successful quest of life. Success, success says, success says, 
as born-again believers, success says you have to go to these social functions and you have to be part of what the crowd is doing in the social functions. It says in order to be successful and to be welcomed into certain crowds, you've got to have that glass of red wine and you've got to be a wine drinker and a conversation giver. Success says you have to lower your standards and you've got to play the games that people play in order to get ahead in life. But when you make a commitment and say, for the Lord I live and for the Lord I die, blessed be the name of the Lord. You still go to the social functions, but instead of that red glass of wine, you get that bottle of spring water and you walk around the function with your God-anointed conversation. Don't put it in a wine glass because they might think it's white wine. When I go out, I say, no, I don't want it in the glass. Keep it in that plastic bottle because I don't want nobody to mistake what I'm getting high off of. I'm getting high off the water of life. The water of life gives me my conversation. The water of life and the water is not in the bottle but the water is in our heart because when God gets a hold to you and he begins to throw his weight around, he'll make you comfortable uh, around the sinner's environment and then he'll turn around uh, and he'll make the sinner uncomfortable in your environment we have no reason to run from anybody we have no reason to shut ourselves out from any place the bible says to me the earth is the lord's uh, and the fullness thereof god has given us the authority to walk anywhere he tells us to walk God has given us the authority to become anything in any environment that we're supposed to be. He told the children of Israel everywhere, everywhere that the soles of your feet shall trod upon. I'll give it to you. Is there anybody in this place? You're ready to do some walking for God. You're ready to put the soles of your feet in the earth and let the earth know that the glory of the Lord is upon me. That's what I want to let y'all know when you look at Matthew's account of the birth of Jesus Christ. Matthew gives a sketch because he was writing to Jewish believers who knew the history of the Torah, who knew the history of Judaism, who knew the history of God and his relationship with his people. And so all they said in the book of Matthew, they skipped around the birth of Christ. But then there's one particular verse that says, when the virgin shall give a child, and that child shall be known as E. Emmanuel. And so you've got to understand that word Emmanuel that takes you over to Isaiah the 7th chapter and the 14th verse and it says unto us a child shall be born and his name shall be called Emmanuel. And Emmanuel not 
Emmanuel, but Emmanuel means that God is with us. And that's what I want to let you all know this morning, that God is with us, that God is connected to us, that God purposes us, that God motivates us. Ah, y'all, we are God motivated and God qualified. And if anybody tries to make you think differently, we need to look at what Christ said to us in John 10, 10, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. So my brothers and sisters, it's time for us to not level up, but relationship up. It's time for us to give God the best us that we can give him right now. Time for us to make adjustments in our life where God is number one. Because when God is number one, Woo. Anything, anybody know anything about God being number one? When God is number one, then his glory is going to be, it's going to start rising amongst us. When God, I feel his glory. Anybody like me, every move I make is a move of glory. Every thought that I take is a thought of glory. And can I tell y'all something? We come in here to get inspired, but we leave out of the church to go to do the work of the Lord. And the Lord said, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify me. Y'all, God said, it's time for you to put some work in. Some of y'all thought your days of putting work in was over. But that was only dress rehearsal for putting in the work. It's time to put some God work in now. It's time to put faith at work now. Because God in this last day has got to show the world the benefit and the power of a number one relationship with him. I believe that we're the people that God wants to display this relationship of power through and so when, they, when the writer in Isaiah says Emmanuel, meaning God with us, that ties into when Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. When we begin to tie the text together and tie the power of the scriptures together, God is helping us to understand it in a way. Now is the season where we've got to confess God is with me. When you get bad news, you got to talk to yourself and encourage yourself in the Lord and say, God is with me. When you encounter a difficult moment, you've got to say to yourself, God is with me. When somebody sets a trap for you and thinks they have determined your destiny. You got to get by yourself and say, devil, you a lie. God is with me. Instead of fighting man, get closer to God and say, God is with me. God is with me. So 28th chapter in the first verse of Luke, where Luke is writing the Gentile to people who didn't know all of the historical dynamics of who God was and what God was, they just knew that God is. Kind of reminds me of us today. You may not have a theological degree. You may not have been well versed in scripture. But this is what I want you to know. If you give God what he wants, and what he wants is a relationship, he will come in and begin to throw his weight around. Because success comes from hard work. But a miracle comes because you've worked hard to be with God. But I've just got to have one. I want to have that dedication and hard work 
to establish a relationship with God. But then that same work ethic gets anointed. And after you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then that work ethic or that ethic of dedication then spills over into the other areas of life. And that's when you will find the writing that's needed for your book to come easy. That's where you will find the things that you need to do to move through life to come easy. When you connect with God, then God anoints you to connect with living. I'm going to say that again. When you get connected with God, then God connects you with what's required for living. There was a young girl who wasn't trying to do nothing but try to be a teenager. She was not interested in the things that teenagers should be interested in. But she was only interested in the things that pertain to God and God alone. We've got to come to a point, y'all, where our number one goal in life is to be pleasing in God's sight. We've got to come to a point, y'all, where all that matters is for the Lord I live and for the Lord I'll die. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We've got to come to a point in life to know that if we stay connected to God, watch this, God will keep us connected to life. Because what good does it have? do to have a God and you struggle in natural life the Bible said that we are the head and not the tail that's the book of Deuteronomy above only and never beneath God is trying to send a message to us success bold deuce from hard work most of us are in a place where success is not enough Accomplishment is not enough, but what God has our lives attached to, it requires rules to be changed. That's what God is saying to us in this season. Qualify for the rule-changing anointing connected to your life. This girl was just busy giving God the best life she could. God sent the angel of the Lord, said, Mary! Cause of the way you're living, God's impressed. And you are highly favored by God. And because of you staying with him, he's going to do something through you that is a change of life rules and regulation. First thing he says, what I'm going to do, what God is going to do, he's going to put something in you that man can't take credit for. He's going to position you in such a place where even you yourself won't understand it. Then he's going to turn around and he's going to equip you. Watch this. He's going to equip you with the resolve to handle the attack that's connected with a rule-changing experience because everybody's going to say, sure, the Holy Spirit impregnated you. God is getting ready to change the rules on your behalf in such a way and things are are already in progress and about to be fully manifested 
so that when they come, people are going to be confused and people are going to say it happened because you hooked or you crooked. It happened because you did this illegal or that illegal. But when God throws his weight around, that's when the rules of life are changed. Is there anybody ready to give God a life where the rules can be changed? Is there anybody ready for God to throw his weight around? Is there anybody you need God to throw his weight around right now? Is there anybody that has the faith to believe that God can make a rule change on my behalf? So let's let the glory of the Lord rise. She had a child. His name was Jesus. Genesis 18.4. Is there anything too hard for God? Sometimes God allows all the human possibilities for your miracle, for his glory to be exhausted before he shows up and does what he wants to do because Abraham and Sarah said, can't no way we have a baby. There is nothing too hard for God to do. And watch this. If he's never done it for nobody else, then you're going to be the first one that he'll do what he's promising to do. So I leave you with a question only you can answer. Is there anything too hard for God? Have you placed the limitations on God's glory? Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA, where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 1001 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Our Sunday morning worship service at 1030 a.m. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word, and until next time, walk in victory.